Charwa fighting everything. BGs, he's staying alive. If anything, he's just get the pitch count up there for sight. And another one! This one drawing a little garner, a little respect from the crowd. Welcome back to another episode of the HRL Touch Em All podcast. I'm your host, Stash, joined by my other co-host, Sanchez. Sanchez, how's it going? Good. How are you doing, Stash? I'm doing well. And today's guest is Nightmare, our HRL beat writer, if you want. How's it going? Good. Good. How are you guys doing? Doing well. Doing well. Our ranking extraordinaire, Nightmare. Yes. And we will get into that. A little later, because that's where we're going to, we want to know the mastermind behind all of that and where the inspiration comes from. But first, let's start off with our home run check. Did anybody get home runs in the past two weeks? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Sanchez is back with that. So uh, against the Cardinals, no, not the Cardinals, the Hops, excuse me. That's like three names ago. Yeah. I got a home run off Shirls and a home run off of Haas. And then this week we played the Bears, and uh, I think there was five of them. So I I had a rapidly increased home run total in the last two weeks. Mr. Stash, how's your home runs looking? Uh, I only played two games. Uh, I got one home run off of WebGem. So um, missed the, this last week's game because I was sick. So uh, just the two games, I got one home run against the Aces. I feel pretty accomplished with that one. Yeah, that's quality over quantity right there yes 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 nightmare uh just one here off of uh the rubber ducks daddy uh in the rain uh i got a solo um he came into relief late and yeah i I was hoping i'd be off stash but he wasn't there so daddy had to do yeah i don't give up too many home runs this year so it probably wouldn't have happened we still don't have those scores in the books here. Scores that, getting in a little late this week, that, folks. That, that, that's not on nightmare. That's on uh, that's on their manager, uh, smallpox. Uh, Figure it out, bud. No lack of text. <laughs> He's easier for me, plenty. Well, you're not the only ones. Um, Every uh, single so team they... has refused to enter in their stuff. So figuring out this Wiffle stuff is tough. I got the Braves and Bears ones in the next morning, and it looks like the Aces and Mariners had only one game that they scored. Oh, they must not have played both because right, they they only so, did one. Yep. Yes, by far, people are are slacking, having a whole weekend to uh, enter these stats. Tisk tisk HRL. Yeah, I'm cur- curious at how much the rain played a part in that, and whether or not they swapped score sheets to even enter it, and instead of just waiting it out and entering them all at one time. Right. And I don't, maybe some of these didn't even get a full, a full single game in to record. And yeah, we'll see. Lots right. of makeup games, I think happening tomorrow. Night, oh yeah. I feel. It's gotta be a full slate at least. 
But anyways, let's move on to our question of the week. What is everybody's go-to Chipotle order? Let's start it off with Nightmare. Uh, chicken burrito, black beans, brown rice, corn and hot salsa and cheese. That's it. Nice and nice and tight. Nothing, nothing crazy, nothing out of the ordinary, just very basic. It's like he memorized that. He'll just rattle that off with no hesitation. <laughs> Well, he's he's been around Chipotle for years, I'm guessing, and he had to say it so many times. Now he just has it saved in his app, I'm guessing. I don't I don't use the app because I'm I'm old. I don't do apps, but you know it's it's very you know uh, the Seinfeld soup Nazi, just like chicken burrito, black beans, brown rice, and just move down the line. No waves. <laughs> nice. I've tried the app a few times. I have had zero luck with it to the point where I have missed meals because they just never got my food out. And when I talked to the people behind the counter, they did not care. And uh, so <laughs> I left and then talked to corporate and got free burritos. Nice. But I had to go get them in person. What's your order, Stash? I go with a bowl. I go with white rice, pinto beans, and I do barbacoa. Um, after that, I do uh, tomatoes, corn, uh, cheese, lettuce, and salsa verde. Excellent. All right. Well, I'm also a bowl guy for the most part. It's a barbacoa bowl with brown rice, no beans. Give me like three giant scoops of the hot salsa. Um, cheese, lettuce, sour cream, and then I get a bag of chips and another tub of hot salsa, and, and that Jeez. is my order. My oh. goodness. I, I can yeah. do the hot salsa every once in a while, but three heaping scoops of it? No, thank you. It, it is my favorite salsa, and as people have found out in the league, I'm a bit of a spice fan, so yeah, I'm all for it. Give me more. I'd buy it by the jar if I could find it. I don't know if they sell it that way yet or not, but uh, yeah, I, I would I would imagine that you could probably buy it from them somewhere. Yeah, maybe that's my next thing. I write corporate Chipotle about. <laughs> just find a disgruntled employee and just meet him out back and buy a whole tub of it. Just... <laughs> Here's twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. Not a like bad it. idea. I mean, I've gone online to try to find like the uh, the copy recipes and all this and. It's just I, I would make it if I could find all the all the um, ingredients. But uh, they talk about getting certain color, getting red jalapenos or green or red tomatillos. I'm like that doesn't exist. But uh, we'll see. Not not here in Minnesota. No. All right, let's get to Gnome Nightmare though. You're you're the star of this episode. I know you don't like the spotlight that much. But we're here to get to know you and have the league get to know you a little more because you are the guy that writes articles weekly, basically. And I, I think that deserves credit because nobody else has regularly done that. Maybe back in the old days when they used to do articles a lot more. But you're never kind of, with this regularity. This, this is it's unprecedented. Like uh, there'd be Cheryl's had the side of cheese or the get to know him thing a while back, but even that was pretty sporadic. This has been hats off on your consistency week after week. Well, thank you. Yeah. So tell us how you got into the league and then also how you got your nickname. So it's, it's, it's basically 
one, one story and it's it's tt you know aka thrill aka the vanilla thriller whatever else you want to call them but you know we we went to high school together de la salle class of 96 so so we're old and um i remember he would do like little impromptu like um I guess you call them like class reunions, right? So like eight or 10 of us would get together at his house around the, the holidays. And and this is probably, you know, 04, 05, like first years of the league. I remember him showing us a couple videos online of, hey, you guys, look, I'm in this this crazy wolfball league. Like, look at this. And, and it was a video of him like robbing a home run and falling through like a, a plastic snow fence or whatever. And that kind of stuck in my head. So like every year I'd ask him like, hey, how's that going? How's that going? Until finally... Uh, my first year. So 2007, you know, I get a call, like it was probably like two or three weeks into the season even. So it wasn't like I was invited, you know, to start the season with the team as like a couple weeks in, I, if I remember right. And he's like, Hey, do you want to try this wiffle ball thing? And I'm like, sure. Um, and I got out to central park and Hopkins and we did some batting practice out on the softball fields. And I just remember thinking like, this is probably a lot harder in, in a real game. Right. And he's like, yep. And I'm like, okay, let's just do it. And and I guess as they say, the rest is history. Um, and TT also, the other part of your question, gave me my nickname. So I'm 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 Nigerian. Uh, my dad is from Nigeria. And and if you remember, you know, probably around '96, '97, Christian Okoye, the Nigerian nightmare, running back for the Kansas City Chiefs. And and I don't I don't remember if he ever called me that in high school, but he he certainly put that in the the stat entries, you know, my first game in, in the HRL and, and I've been, you know, nightmare, uh, short for Nigerian nightmare ever since. Awesome. Uh, another thing that you old guys will be shocked about. I don't think I've ever heard of that running back. So <laughs> he, he was, he was a, he was a flash in the pan. I think he had like two years in the okay. mid 90s. Okay. It's not like very he was a big deal. Like back in the day, he, he would, <laughs> he'd break some big runs and then he also averaged like over four yards of carry for quite a while for a few years. Like I still have some of his football cards. I think I found last time I went to my folks house. So uh, maybe next time I see a stash, I'll get you one. <laughs> I don't collect cards anymore. doesn't matter. <laughs> matter. <laughs> Speaking of which I, I got beer. So if you bring those cards over, I can grab you your beer for uh, the games, games of the week that you won. Yes. I'm getting thirsty over here. <laughs> All right, Nightmare. What what's your greatest HRL memory? So that's tough, right? So if I if I'm going recent memory, you know, hitting home run off off my boy Seuss uh, was huge. That'll that'll probably rank up there long term. Uh, I'd also like to say the 2016 World Series is is huge, but like uh, I'll be honest, I don't remember a lot of that because I'm old and my memory is is horrible. So I, I think the one I, I, I actually chose is, is August 29th, 2013. And that was my last game before my son was born. Uh, the Reds were playing the Gothams, like our, our, our rivals. Like, I, I don't know how many times they knocked us out of the playoffs, but it was a lot. And uh, my last at-bat uh, before my son was born, I hit a home run off Hater in a Winapo, which I never do. And, uh, and I'd say that's my, my best favorite memory i don't know if it's the best memory it's my favorite though uh is just hitting a home run off hater uh and then i left the games early uh because my wife had stopped answering text messages and i i said to seuss i'm like uh the wife isn't answering i think i should leave and he's like yeah go she's probably in labor and, and lo and behold her water had broken ran home 
you know, showered, got her to the hospital and, and my son was born, you know, not, not right away, but it, within 24 hours of that, we were, we were basically in the hospital the whole time. So that's, that is my favorite HRL memory is, is that last game before my son was born. So can you say that because of that home run, your kid is just really good at wiffle ball? I, I don't know if it's because of it, but that, that certainly didn't, didn't hurt anything. He, he's grown up. I mean, like, I honestly, I have a couple of videos of him, you know, barely being able to walk, maybe not even being able to walk with wiffle ball bat in his hand. So it's definitely been a part of his life, his, his, his whole short life. Awesome. Love, love those stories. Me too. All right. Discuss how you kind of got into your article writing habit. Where did it come from? Why did it start? Um, and because is this year three that you've started doing this? Um, no, I think this is four because I think I started with the Marlins in 18. Then I was two years with the, the baby cakes, 19 20, or 19. And then 20. it's my fourth year. Let's just do that. Fourth okay. year. Um, yeah, you, you started with the Marlins in 2019. Yes. And then I had two years of the baby cakes and now this year. So this is the fourth, fourth year. Um, so, so where, where that all started and, 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 you know, I'm just going to take a second point out, like you said, this would be easy and I'm doing most of the talking. So feel free to jump in and, you know, uh, hosting duties, Stash and Sanchez, if you want, but. Oh, we um, are, we are hosting. We're, we're just you, making you do all the work. Just that, yeah, that's what a good host does. All right. Well, <laughs> promise to come if I get boring or, or <laughs> stupid, but. Um, the article, so, so Sanchez probably remembers a lot better than you do stash, but back in the day, we, we didn't have a ton of content. We didn't have, you know, Twitters and videos and podcasts and all this stuff. And I remember, and I don't remember the year, but at one point I remember Seuss, you know, calling us Reds and together. I don't know if it was a texter before a game. He's like, the league needs content. And, and I, I, I remember him saying something like they're, they're, they're talking about making sure every every team in the league once a week contributes something. And I, and I don't think anything ever come of it came of it, but that kind of stuck in my head. So for like a couple of years, I was always like, how do I help out? You know, I love this league. I want to do something. I want to contribute. What can I do? And, and I think I was just one off season, just going through the old articles. And, and, and I think Sanchez mentioned, you know, Trill's side of cheese and, and, you know, there's other articles popped up here and there and, and I think it was actually Vlade back in the day did a ranking or two, and but it had been you know years, and I'm like I could I could do that right like that's you know if, if Vlade can do it I can for sure do it. Um, wait 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 wait. So so Vlade craps on your rankings, even though that he was the one that started it. Yes, but he he did. I think he did like one or two years of preseason. Rankings. Oh, so he he just kind of. He he was the cop out of the rankings. Yeah. Well, gotcha. No, it, it was also a very different flavor. Like he he was more stat oriented. Like you know, here's who they got. You know, nightmare moved to the Reds, and and he's an okay pitcher. They're gonna get better. And you know, this guy hit this much last year, and he can you know, like it's very more stat based, not gotcha. comedy. Minor. We, we may have to go back and take a look at that because uh, when you said Vladdy was right now, I mean, it was very different from yours. I just assumed it was uh, old grumpy man yelling at clouds. And uh, <laughs> Was he that old back be, then, though? He has always been old. He was born <laughs> old. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
but but yeah, so that that's kind of where the idea came from. And I think I texted with truck and I'm like, hey, has anybody is anybody going to do this? Does anybody want to? And and he, you know, he gave me a green light because um, I, I don't know if it's back then, but I I, I, I don't know. To this day, I, I still think like I got to get trucks OK for everything because I, I just this is his baby and I don't ever want to upset him. But but he gave me the green light. And uh, so I'm like, sure. And I figured it would last a couple weeks. You know, I, by no means you could have offered me a million bucks. I would, I never would have guessed that it lasted four weeks, let alone four seasons. But yeah, uh, I started doing it and, and, and no, nobody except for Vlad, told me I was horrible. So I just kept, I just kept going and, and here we are. And I think I, I speak on behalf of most of the people that read them. I, I look forward to it on Thursdays before I go to the games to read them, see what you have to say, see what time for jokes means and whatnot. So it, it, it's it, it's enjoyable for, on my on my behalf. Well, Keith Ash, you even were a guest author the other day. I kind of forced my way on, not to be. Not, <laughs> I, I didn't really force your way. I'm I'm always open to anybody doing the hard work for me. So uh, if you ever want to quote unquote, force yourself into another, uh, let me know. It, it will be a, a very easy conversation and you're, yeah. you're in. <laughs> Sounds good. At least I didn't do too bad with the, uh, with the rankings at least. Nice little shake up from the norm. I, I'm actually pretty upset at how many compliments I've, I got over you taking over. Like really? I really wanted to, don't get a big head about no, it. No, no, like, no, no, no. I, I, I thought with your article, I thought that was just like a spiel that you were doing, but I didn't think that people actually reached out saying that they were good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They were really good. And people are like, Hey, that was pretty good. Like whatever. And I, I really wanted people to be like, Hey, that sucked. Never leave us again. <laughs> you know? But no, I, I had a compliment stash. You did, you did well. And, and like, I, like in the text exchange we had, like I, I expected to hate those instantly, and I was really pleasantly surprised. I think you did a great job. And, yeah. and, I, and I, if I didn't say it, thank you. Like, you made my week easier, and, and I think everybody liked it. So, yeah, great no job. Problem. Yeah. A uh, few little tweaks in there that you made that uh, we could have left in, but that's all right. I, I think the tweaks that you did make overall were pretty good. I, I think everybody loved the fact that uh, you left what I said about the Mets out. I still stand by what what I say. So um, Mets, f you guys. Um, yeah, but let's go on to the My, themes. Oh, go ahead. Was about the Mets is hey, I I didn't want you to be homeless. I know you live with Mippy, and I knew if we printed that, I'd have to like offer you my guest room because there's no way house <laughs> so after you, those things. So you're trying to get me to move over to Egan if that, or you're trying to make me stay in Hopkins because of that. I I, I appreciate it. I, homeless buddy. <laughs> all right so let, let's go on to the themes how do these themes come into your articles do you have like a list that you kind of keep like with certain ideas that you have or are they kind of more on the spot that you come up with for your articles i mean yes right it's it's a little bit of both like off seasons you know i'll, I'll come up with some stuff or you know if I don't know for Facebook friends. I don't remember, but like I run a lot and I post all my runs and, and all those runs that I'm running, I'm running. Like I try to keep my mind occupied. So I'll just sit, I'll try to think of things to write about usually. 
Um, so sometimes I'll come up with things with there. Other times, you know, like like the Godfather truck will 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 text me and and and, and suggest you know article topics. Um, other times I'm I'm just sitting at my keyboard on on you know like on a Wednesday night, and I'm just like staring at the wall and something will just hit me. So it's it's a little bit of of everything. I'll I'll have a list to fall back on. I usually go through those by week six, and then it's just pulling, you know, ideas out of my backside or, or having guest writers like you come in or, or Yager did a couple last season. Um, that, that's, that's an easy way to get through a week, things like that. But it's, it's, it's a little bit of everything. I think Seuss is, 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 is trickled or triggered a couple. So it's, it's really, I don't know, depends on the week, but yeah. Okay. Stash, do you have any recommendations going forward? I feel like that was that should have been some homework for us that we could have uh, given him a an, an idea or a theme to leave the podcast with. Oh, I, I've already given him an idea. So on, uh, it's on you. Oh, it's on me. <laughs> it's on you right now. <laughs> oh man, I'll I'll think about it here. Maybe I'll have one by the end of the the episode. Do it. I, I'd love to have it. Or or you can just offer to write a week, Sanchez, and, uh, and that would. Yeah, you know, I could. I, I I should start using those writing tools that I tried to develop during college. So, first thing that comes to mind is you know Kevin Costner films because I want to see what team you rank as um, Waterworld, or maybe even The Postman. See, see, and now I'm going to sidetrack because you listed like I love both of those movies. So you maybe said that as a joke and thinking like, oh, the lug nuts are or the Postman, they're a wasteland, blah blah blah. But I love the Postman. It's one of my probably twenty favorite movies of all time. So it's Postman. like maybe the Braves are, are the Postman because I love that movie and it's underrated and nobody appreciates them. I'll tell you this: if you had if you had marked the Braves down as Waterworld, I would not have argued because uh, I'm a big fan of Waterworld for for various reasons. And just it's, remember that it's your rankings, not anybody else's. So. Um, like our podcast, we have a lot of opinions. People can, t- can take them how they want. Like, say, I don't think Dumpy is a good pitcher when the wind's blowing out. Say something like that. But I, I don't, like, has that come up before? Like, I mean, that is an opinion that some people might hold, but that's crazy. Yeah, Who would say yeah. that? Um, I, I've mentioned it before on the podcast and, um, I know Dumpy hasn't really accepted that, um, but yeah, it, it, it's just an opinion on my part. So you you can do Peanut your rankings however you want. That's my that's my hot topic button. Peanut hit home runs. What's your problem? <laughs> I don't care if you're small. Well, he he's out in Alaska. Well, he was out in Alaska, but yeah, he 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 had some time off. Training with the bears up there. Got to be doing some cutting down pine trees or something i I have no idea i don't know what alaskans do i'll be honest i've met one person that was born and raised in alaska and they moved here so that tells you something it's usually you know i really hold to the idea that if you end up living in alaska you've done something illegal in the in the lower 48 that you're trying to get away from and like the cops just don't care to go up there so you're pretty safe but it's still america so yeah yeah good for you you know live in you know, 24 hours of sunlight for three months out of the year. And 24 hours of darkness, right? Isn't it? Oh, I would 
I oh would yeah, hate for sure. That. Hate that. I, I could probably do sunlight, but I could not do twenty four hours of straight darkness. That being said, I'd love to go to Alaska sometime. So if we want to make a really big destination with all series, uh, let's head up to Anchorage or Juneau. Yeah, find a like, spot up there. It's like a six hour <laughs> plane ride. In the midnight sun up there. Like Yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> that'd be nuts. I, I never met anybody from Alaska in my whole life. Really? I don't think so. No, not that I can remember. Okay. I don't ask everyone. There's not that many of them. Yeah, I met a few no. up in college just because it was a big like uh, aviation school. So a lot of them came down there to fly those little tiny planes and get their stuff and uh, go back up. But I'm sure they're... Anything is it, else? Is it... Oh, go well, on. I was going to say, is it time for me to share my, my favorite nightmare story? Yeah, go for it. Wait. All right. So this is where we can start editing things out, right? I think it's <laughs> appropriate. Sure, sure. Why not? You know what? We'll 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 take your opinion into effect. <laughs> just just t- have your finger hovering over like the 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 delete button or however. <laughs> just so ready to dump it. I don't know what year this was, but it was way back when I was uh, in Hopkins at the time because I was still working in Plymouth. So I would work in Plymouth and then get off work and then drive straight down to uh, the fields. And this year, this uh, week, it was Central Field. And sometimes I just sit in my car and take a nap. I was doing that one day and Nightmare shows up early and he gets all his stuff out and goes over to the, um, the chain link backstop for where they play kickball and it's actually a softball field, but they use it for kickball now. And he starts practicing pitching and he has got the wiffle balls and he's throwing it against the chain link and he is whipping these things. And the ball is going so fast and hard that it's getting stuck in the chain link fence. And I'm just thinking to myself, Oh hell, we're going to need a radar gun tonight or something like that. I don't even know if we had radar guns then, but that was one of my first impressions of Nightmare was just that uh, Tony had brought in this guy who was just going to say to hell with uh, with the rules and just chuck it as hard as you could. Uh, once we did play, though, I, I believe it was much more uh, genteel and you did not like throw a ball through me or get it stuck in my, you know, my love handles or anything like that. We may have went home with some bruises, but uh, it wasn't too bad, at least as memory serves, but you know, time heals all wounds. That and then helped. nightmare. I don't know if you remember that. If you would remember going to the fields early and doing that. I, I do. Cause my first couple of years were Hopkins and I, I don't know. I I'm, I'm a firm believer if you're going to get into something to, to get into it. And, and I remember I, I used to kind of drive around with a, a, a bucket of balls in the trunk and, and, you know, tennis courts were a big, you know, thing for me. Like, I'd go into tennis courts because the balls would stay in there or whatever. And I would just practice whenever I could. So, yeah, I, I don't I don't remember exactly that night, but I do remember doing that on, on multiple occasions. Well, and that kind of leads me to a question, you know. Obviously, you're, you're an athletic guy. You got a big arm. You can throw hard if you want to. Um, but you were one of the first, if not the first, in the HRL to get your own radar gun set up. Uh, and I personally love the setup you have because it has the display. It shows everyone there what the, each, each speed of the pitch was. So you don't have to have anyone 
uh, you're not relying on someone behind the uh, the strike zone trying to catch it and then shouting it out or keeping it to themselves if that's their prerogative. Um, what what prompted you to do that? Well, a, a number of things. I, I'd say like the the biggest trigger was whatever World Series I lost before I got it. So I don't remember, but I think it was the Biscuits. Uh, the Biscuits beat us the first year of the Baby Cakes. It was at 2020. And they they had the radar gun. And, and I struggled. Like, I wasn't throwing 70, but I was throwing 64, 65 a lot. Um, and, and so that was a big thing. And, and, and I was, I'll admit at the time, I was, I was pretty crabby about it but not because like i'm i'm a big rules guy i believe like we have a rule and if the rule that we agreed upon and, and we can i don't want to but people can argue whether 63 should be the rule or the number or not whatever but that's what we agreed upon and and i struggled with the 63 for the first game or two so that was definitely a trigger um but but also just like years of, you know, like I, I, I hear things and, and, and people, you know, like, I, I mean, to just cut right to the chase, like I, I had I've had a pretty good career and I was kind of tired of people implying that it was because I threw 70 miles an hour all the time. And so between that and, and then the 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 World Series and getting back to the World Series. I was I was very happy to be called out, right? Because because there was a rule, I broke the rule, and and there should be a consequence, right? Like that's that's how I live my life. That's what I teach my kid. Whatever, you know. I was unhappy because they'd had the whole season with a gun, and and I had to to get used to the gun over the course of of a night, right? And that that sucked, right? Because you've been throwing away a certain way for your whole career, and now in one night you have to to fix it. Um, I'm glad I got called out. So, anyways. I got I got the the setup, you know, and I got it, you know, December, January over the off season, and I, I worked on it because I I wanted to a never get caught off guard by a radar gun in in a playoff World Series situation, but also I was very tired of of people implying I I was only as as good or successful as I'd been because I throw seventy miles an hour because I knew I could throw fifty nine or sixty miles an hour and and be just as good and. And, and, and I don't often do this, but I will toot my own horn right now and say, like, I, I've been pretty good this last couple of years with the gun on me. Um, so, you know, suck it. Everybody who said I was only good because I threw hard. 13 um, and one with a uh, round three ERA. Yeah, you're, you're trash, dude. Come on. I am trash. Uh, my, mean, my, the, the wins are impressive, but until you kind of get into my ERA range, I don't know how much we need to even talk about your skills as a pitcher. Cause, uh, <laughs> I'm just a shade over two right now. And that's impressive. I mean, one day I'll get there. <laughs> you've been there plenty. Uh, last year, 1.33 ERA. Um, you've had a sub one ERA. You did it for four years in a row, five out of six years. So, yeah, no, it's... Uh, and then especially these last two years with the, the radar gun on you consistently, you know, go for it. Toot, toot. Toot, toot. Thanks. Oh, shout out to Tootin. I know it's not time for shout outs, but, you know, that just reminded me. Tootin. You love you some Tootin. I do love Tootin. He's a good, he invited me to his wedding. So for the rest of my life, shout out to Tootin. I, I like that's a big deal. Like his big biggest day of his life, you include me. I'm going to love that guy forever. So do you want to give your first thoughts on Sanchez when you remember or uh, are we just going to ignore that? 
Oh God. <laughs> no, so it's it's tough because it's like it, it's gonna sound weird, but my first five to seven years in the league are really murky because during that time, like I really I was one of those softball guys. Like I played softball like five or six days a week. Wiffle ball was so secondary, like I bet you I played Sanchez a half dozen times. And and it's not just Sanchez. So this isn't a you know a, a knock on Sanchez. I just didn't this just wasn't a priority for me. So I don't really have a first Sanchez story. Like if I could remember, I'm sure he probably hit like four home runs off me, right? Because when I first started, I was not that good and he was is very good. So I'm I'm kind of glad I don't remember because I'm sure my first memory would be like, yeah, this guy broke my neck. I'm snapping back so many times. He's yeah. hitting up. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to look it up here because I that doesn't feel right, but maybe it is. I doubt it. I I actually looked up my my first home run ever was off chops. You know, so oh, nice. uh, yeah, and and I don't think I could do it anymore. I don't hit le- lefties well anymore, but um, watch yeah, it's, yeah looking, on the podcast. it's looking like I've only ever hit two home runs off of you. Is, and I have uh, struck out 16 times. So, uh, no, you don't need any help from me. You're doing just fine. Oh, I won't be, won't be giving away your secrets there, Nightmare. Uh, remember, this is going to go out to the league. What's that? Uh, this is going out to the league, so make sure you don't give away your weaknesses. Oh, okay. So, Sanchez, Nat, you, in, the, in the podcast, you just... You said you wanted to get it up. And then in the follow-up podcast, you said that, and you, you kind of made a joke like, hey, you know, uh, alert, you know, home run hitter wants to get it up in the air. But just, you know, between yeah. you and I and dozens or tens of listeners, you, you have a very unique swing in the way I throw pitches. I just knew I could throw to a certain area. If I could throw to a certain area, it would be good. That's all. So, uh that that's all that was. It wasn't like you you revealed some big secret. I just, I, oh, it I felt you, like like you. We talked after that game, and you were like, "Oh, you said it on the podcast." So I, I totally adjusted, and I was like, "What?" You, yeah, you just didn't get a lot of sliders, uh, if I remember right, from me, because I, I knew with your your swing and short left, that would probably be bad news uh, for me. And 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 as I think I implied to you earlier, I'm not the smartest guy ever. I'm not the biggest like. I don't think about like I no, I do think about sports all the time, but it, it was just one of those things where it, it just kind of reminded me like, oh yeah, hey, that that big swing of his, your slider is gonna go right to him and he's gonna freaking hit it a mile. So, you know, maybe a little bit more low and outside kind of stuff. And you maybe didn't give away the key, but you reminded me to to not be dumb. Well, you're welcome. Don't be dumb, people. Don't be dumb. Don't be dumb when pitching against arguably the greatest hitter in HRL history and not even arguably probably the greatest hold, hold, holds oh, a couple records plenty, right there's plenty of people who would argue against it but uh thank you anyway thank you they could argue but you, then you just give them the old you know scoreboard you know just pull up the set you know when when somebody has you know 70 percent as many home runs as you they they can get in the conversation i've been around for a while Speaking of home runs, is it time for milestones? I forgot about that right away. So, yeah, we can definitely do that. Home runs. Grizz got number 300, did he not? Yes. I think that was last. Well, we kind of covered two weeks here because we didn't have a podcast last week. So, uh, 
He now has three 301 home runs as of today's stats updates, and that gives the HRL nine members of the 300 club. So, uh, nightmare, we have a new a new um, member of our club, as you are also in the 300 club. We should have, like, a dinner, like, uh, a year, you know, like the 300 club. Like, every, you know, January, we have, like, a 300 club dinner, something like that. I would love to do that. And we just go to like Manny's, right? You like, no, what Mancini's Mancini's. Oh, for sure. Like I'm still bitter that Mancini's hasn't started a a wiffle ball section of their sports, their sports, uh, famous sports people. Cause I folks, if you've ever been to Mancini's, the lounge is just full of all these famous sports people who've come through. Uh, A lot of them are St. Paul people. I live in St. Paul. Uh, I feel like um, maybe I should have one up there. Jay ski could have his photo up there too. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll have to get on that. This winter, we will do a 300 hitters club. Um, so, people on the cusp, Torpedo and Tubat, um, get your home runs in quick. Otherwise, you'll have to wait till next year's uh, 300 dinner. Yeah, they got one night. <laughs> well, Torpedo's, uh, we've playing the Braves. So, and the Braves and the Yankees have a um, three game match scheduled. Right. But that's so. still one night. Yeah, but if I'm pitching and I have to actually pitch, that's uh, I'm pretty sure he's done pretty well against us in the past. Yeah, yeah. He needs four. It's too bad you need to worry about. He needs six. Oh yeah. Unless his unless his twin stats haven't been entered yet. I don't know. They had a three uh, he, for the other night too. Yeah, he he <laughs> didn't sh- he didn't show up for that one. He had COVID still. That's yeah, that's right. Well, that'll get you. Yeah. Uh, funny, maybe not funny story, uh, but I, I had 296 with, with one series left last year uh, against the Lugnuts. So I thought for sure I'd get 300 last year, but I, I sat all offseason at, at 299. So uh, oh, it's not, I, I don't recommend it. Um, and, and there was no, you know, Mancini's dinner at the end of, of, of the road. So uh, it would have really sucked if I missed Mancini's <laughs> 299. Well, I can tell you what the uh, the six hundred club dinners are pretty lonely. That's uh, that's me when I go get Chipotle lunch. You go you go get your trough of of hot salsa by yourself. <laughs> just give me a bowl of hot salsa, and I just want a cup of burrito. What can I get you today, sir? Uh, can I get all of your hot salsa? Anything else? No, no just the salsa. The hot salsa soup. Good for my tummy. Ugh. But uh, other milestones, we had Chops with his 1,300th run. Uh, Sanchez, you got your 125th win on the mound. And and Nightmare, you had your 100th win on the mound. Congratulations to both of you. Thank you. And uh, I will will thank you, Sanchez, for motivating me because you said I couldn't do it uh, (laughs) on May Podcast. I didn't think you'd get I, I, enough. Yeah, I did. I did. I think I called you out on that. I didn't think you'd get enough opportunities. I thought your your pitching would end up being a little more split with the team versus getting the uh, the thirteen starts or the uh, what was it fourteen games here. So, uh, congrats! Way to make Thank me you. crow. Well, you know, I, I need a little motivation. You know, otherwise, maybe I'd have, I'd have stopped a while ago, but I. I, I I told the I told the guys I'm like I'm pitching until I get a hundred and and that's that's what happened and and luckily and, and honestly like yeah I was motivated but 
I mean, having guys like smallpox and 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 grizz and and cakes and and fish, like it was, it was, it was a lot easier than I thought it would be because those guys have just hit the poop out of the ball. So, uh, I, I will uh, hats off to those guys for for getting me there because this has not been my statistically best year. Uh, but thank goodness those guys uh, covered my ASS. I forgot what like the swearing policy was on the. Podcast. You're allowed. Yeah, you're allowed. Yeah. You're good. They covered my ass. <laughs> Ooh, saucy talk from Mr. Somebody's a little naughty over there. Jeez. Somebody started <laughs> drinking. And then text about being on a podcast, and he just said, screw it, keep drinking. Oh, that's that's the best way to do a podcast is to drink. You know, I, yeah, I'm going to pause it. I was minute. at a uh, block party for like eight hours last week before we, or like the last, before the last podcast. Uh, so there was plenty of drinking before and during that one. The best. I don't think I could talk this much unless I, I had a little buzz. So yeah. it's probably for the best. Yeah. Yeah. Let's move well, on. We'll cover what you're drinking later, but yeah, yeah. let's uh, get on yeah. to the next topic. Yeah. Let's, let's move on to Wifflepalooza, one of the bigger events of the HRL. And I wanted to get into some matchups, but based on what I'm seeing and what's been entered into the website, no team is set in a seed Besides, I think the Bears at 14. So there's a lot of movement that could happen within the next week to determine who's playing who. So uh, let's kind of talk about how Palooza came to be a little bit, if we remember how that came to be, and then kind of go into maybe what matchups we want to see. any dark horses that we have, any upsets that we're we're seeing right away, but uh, do you, either one of you two know where Palooza kind of started? Because I don't think it started right away. Um, it did not. No, I, okay. I've, I've gone through um, as having been in the league for the whole thing, and um, I don't know if all the folks know, but I was like part of the Hopkins City team for a long time. Um, and it's kind of like the city president along with Kmart for quite a while. And then when D took over as commish back in 2010, I was stepped up as vice commish for him. And then D stepped down and truck took over and I stayed on as commish with him until um, 2015. So I've had quite a bit of experience with some of this. Um, so the Wifflepalooza and you know, someone out there might correct me if I'm wrong here, but it was kind of in 2004, we only had the eight teams and it was just a big tournament and eventually just got down to one where the twins won. Um, and then for the longest time, let's see here. I think it went through 2018. We just took division winners and wild cards, and then it was just a simple playoffs. And if you didn't make that, you were just done and a season, nothing. And we kept hearing a lot of talk from folks around the league that, you know, is is that the spirit of the league? Is that how we want it to be? Uh, or would we want it to be something like where every single team gets a chance? Um, and that led us to 2009, where instead of a traditional playoff system, we incorporated a double elimination tournament that happened, I believe, all in one day. Um there were some teams that didn't show. There were some teams that had to leave partway through. Um, so there were forfeits here and there. But if you look in the 2009 scores and schedule, you can see that it mapped out, I believe, 39 games 
for the Reds to get to the for the Red Sox who lost earlier in the day. They had to go th- all the way through the losers bracket to face the Reds in the championship, and then I believe the Reds won the the double elimination tournament. So there's no like ongoing playoffs, no best of three or five or seven series. It was just the double limb tournament. Season's over. Um, and I can remember after that season, it was a cool day. It was a lot of excitement for people who were there. Um, but it also, by the end of the day, I'm pretty sure it was just like those two teams that was left at the field. And cause it was such a long day for people to try to stick around and see it. Um, and we also missed the, the, you know, like the benefit of winning your division. So we tried to come up with these ideas on the best way to kind of merge the two ideas. And uh, I want to say D and I were talking about it one day and one of the Steves, I think it was Steve one from the old Cardinals nightmare. You probably remember him. The guy who always wore the sweatpants. Oh yeah. He always had a lot to say. Yeah. I I think he came up with the Wiffle Palooza idea and in kind of forwarded on to um, the front office. And I don't know that it was the exact way that we played it or started it, but we kind of took the idea and ran with it. So that's how we got to the Wifflepalooza. But from 2010 to 2013, everything was best of three series. So start to finish, best of three, championship best of three and all that. Um, I think I actually played in it in the first year in 2010 against the Red Sox, just because how the the seating worked up, we faced them. And I think we got swept. And at the end of it, I was just like, is that, that's it. That is so anticlimactic. We don't have a chance to come back after this whole thing, but we kept up with it. And then in 2014, um, it looks like that's when we started implementing the first round was best of three, second round, best of five. And then the championship being the best of seven. So uh, we have used that ever since. This is going on, what, year eight of that now, if my math's correct? Which it probably isn't. But uh, yeah, we kind of found this method. And I don't know, Stash, you 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 came into the league and that's all you know. Do yeah. you, have you ever felt any need or have you ever heard rumblings from like the Fridley folks that there needs to be a change in our playoff structure? Mm. I feel like we've kind of ironed it out and kind of nailed it. I was going to say, I, I've heard nothing but great things on how everything's determined. Um, I know going off of like how you guys got to there, I would hate a double elimination tournament to determine a champion after doing a whole season-long thing. And then yeah, 36 I'm, to 39 games played, and then it's all just done in one day in a double elimination Right, exactly, tournament. and everybody gets in, so what's the point of the play or the regular season then? It just well, I it, honest. It didn't make you can sense. look at the if we could find the standings. I actually think that the Red Sox took a lot of that season off to get a lower seed. And if we talked to Ryan or Tugboat or one of those old guys from him, they'd probably confirm that that they just kind of sloughed it and messed around during the regular season, knowing that they were in the playoffs anyway, right. and that gaining a top five seed was only going to do so much for you. But, right. Yeah. For me, I, I think. I'm the only one that kind of has this opinion, but when you have, like, say Hopkins this year has three divisions, there's no wild card. So if you get stuck in, like, say, the Aces division, you automatically know you're going to Palooza. There, there's no chance for a wild card. 
So I've always tried to push for the opportunity to just make it always two divisions to make sure that you still have that opportunity for a wild card. Uh, it's never been really discussed, but I'm also not hard-pressed to the point where I think it needs to be a thing. So I, I think that's my only gripe about And I can remember a, f- a few that. years ago kind of having a similar gripe where I wanted to know why the wild card had to come out of a specific city. If if we were going to have odd numbers of teams in each city, like we do now, and, and that's just the way it is. That's how it works out. Um, why not just have a wild card and the best record from either city gets it? It doesn't have to be three from one city and three from another because we're already saying in Wiffle that there's going to be a fair chance that it's going to be two teams from the same city coming out of Wiffle-Palooza. So, so with that... Less than 50 chance, but... So so that's only if it's uh, uneven divisions, correct? Is that how you're saying? Or it, right, even if it right. was two and two, you'd get two wild cards, and no matter what two teams, even if they're both out of Egan or they're both out of Hopkins, both are making it? Yeah, I can see that argument. So, so if, if we were to do because, that way... Yeah, how would you determine who's going over to the opposite city? Well, um, you'd have to have tiebreakers or the the lower. I mean, it would be seeded out the same way by record, and then our tiebreakers. Well, because they would have to go up against the two seed of the others of the other city, which would mean would the higher two seed then play the lower wild card? Would you just, would you just rank them one to eight? And then, well, Wifflepalooza always plays the number one seeds, right? But yep. like, well, first of all, Sanchez stopped reading my text messages because I was texting somebody that exact same idea that why is it city dependent? It shouldn't be. So, stop reading my text or great minds think alike. <laughs> I think it's great minds think alike. Or you go. saw some of my message board material from like 2012 and 13, and you're and it's finally coming through. It's actually, probably I just forgot. But no, I, I think you just ranked them one to eight, and then you could sort it by city, you know. And I, I, I think that's just a ranking thing. Like, just deciding who plays who isn't a big deal. Just w- once you have your eight teams that are going to get there, the rest is just. Well, know, well almost- that, that's the thing is like, say I'm the three seed in Hopkins, and we get the four seed, all or the the second wild card in Hopkins. I'm not going to want to travel over to Egan. I want to play in my city that I played in for the entire time. So say. But I'm, if you're the wild card, you don't have that choice. Same if you come out of if you right, come out but of if, but if I'm the, you don't have that choice. Right, but if I'm the higher wild card and I have to go over to Egan, I'm gonna, I'm not going to be happy just because I had the better record. I have to go over to Egan. Then, Would you rather play in Wiffle-Palooza? Well, yeah. no, I'm just saying like <laughs> that. That's the things that you gotta gotta kind of think about is because if you're that higher wild card that gets in that gets the automatic bid, but then you have to go over to Egan that. I I wouldn't be happy, even though that you're not playing in Palooza. Happier than if you end up at Central. Stash, no. I live in Como, Minnesota. I have to drive past Egan every week to go to Hopkins, and I'm not happy. Yeah, and, who, and whose fault is that? That's my fault. So, you know, <laughs> if you don't want to be the three seed going from Hopkins to Egan, be the one seed. Suck it up. Like, I, I, don't, I don't. My team will the never main- be the one seed because I will not stack my team. The main point behind that idea was always how to keep a uh, a depend not a dependence but like how to wait the regular season 
keep right. a weight on the regular season while leaving open the idea that every team still has a chance to come through right. in the playoffs. And I think with Wiffle it's made for some great upsets. Um, yeah, I, th- the I think Sox who, last year, that story has been right, great. The Chihuahua right. coming out of it a couple times has been great, you know? Yeah, I think Palooza's been the best solution for picking the last two spots for playoffs. I, I absolutely love the idea. Um, that way, you you still get seeded in Palooza, and it's a tournament double elimination. Um, but that doesn't mean that your season doesn't mean anything. It still means that you still have that opportunity to go to the playoffs, have a fun year and whatnot. So um, hats off to everybody that made this work and put this idea into play because I don't see anything else coming up to try to determine the last spots. Agreed. No, hats off. It's it's I I I love it. Like I avoided Wiffapalooza the first couple of years. I think the Colt forty fives or whatever team I was on was gonna do it. And and I, I hated it at first, but like in hindsight, like it is it it's it's awesome. It's it's great. I, I really like that, you know, any team could go for a run. Like I, I really like it and and I agreed. I agree. Uh, yeah, and then as long as we have a good a good day of weather, like it's hospitable out there for wiffle ball. It's a great day because you have the majority of the league at the same location all at once. And that right. is a very rare thing to happen. Uh, it's happening more and more with All-Star Game because of how successful the uh, the team up with Shakopee Bowl has been. Um, but otherwise, it just doesn't happen as much as it it as much as you would want it to. I mean, you don't have the majority of the league doesn't come out and watch playoff games and matchups like that. Now with Periscope and live streaming on YouTube and all that, it's, it's increased the viewership, but uh, it's not quite that same camaraderie where you've got 15 tents out there and people sitting around watching each game and cheering for one team and hoping quietly that another team chokes and all that. So it's, it's a good time. Yeah. Yeah. That so, being said, I'm happy I don't have to play in it this year. <laughs> well, it just it falls on a very very bad weekend for me in my my personal life. I, I was gonna say so, I, I'm I'm actually really excited to play in it this year. This is this will be my first time playing in it. Um, from what I've seen and watched, it kind of reminds me of Wifflin for wishes Wifflin for wishes vibes. So, um, really looking forward to that. Even though that we don't get Wifflin for wishes anymore. Um, and then seeing how well we can go through this tournament, the the gauntlet. Well, we're already going through a gauntlet in the regular season. Now we got to go through a second gauntlet just to make the playoffs. So um, yeah. I, I'm well, looking forward to it. While every team comes in and can get into Wiffle Palooza, and they have hope, there is hope, there is a chance. Um, it was also set up so that it, it wouldn't be quite like in the major leagues where they implemented the wild card. Like it wouldn't be as easy to get through to win the championship. Like uh, I was looking at some of the old stats or the old schedules here, and we we made playoffs start on Sunday. So you had to go through an entire day of Wifflepalooza, hack through that field, get to be one of the top two seeds. And then you also had to go around and turn around the next day and play a best of three series against one of the teams that has, had won a division or a wild card. So it, it's a little more relaxed now. You at least get one day off. Um, 
but yeah, it was it was meant to be running the gauntlet here if you want to make a yeah. real run for it. It's so and I, I will argue that having one day off could hurt you a little more just because playing that next day you can get right back to where you kind of were. But that oh, extra loosening day, up. Right, exactly. <laughs> but that extra day of rest gets gets the muscles a little tighter. So I, I could oh. argue. No. A forty year old me, like any day I can rest and I ice something every extra day is is a blessing. Uh, I don't know you, about you, but I always hurt. Well, like, <laughs> absolutely. So every day I get is a, is a blessing. So I, I, yeah. There's there's no stiffening. There's there's always a stiffening. That's what she said. Yep. <laughs> nice. Uh, but it just having that extra, not playing that that Sunday, not playing that Saturday is, is huge, right? If you play Thursday and you have to go again, having three days to to rest and ice and stretch is is welcome. 150%. Yeah. So let, let's talk about Wifflepalooza this year a little, uh, just a little more in depth. Um, in your guys' mind, is this probably the deepest Palooza uh, ever where you could see so many different teams making it out and c- making the playoffs? Yeah, I think you have to. You have to say that because I'm looking down the list now. And obviously the Mets jump out as, you know, the reigning champions of the league. The fact that they're going to Wiffapalooza is shocking. Um, so you, you got to give them like front register status, but then you start going down the list. And if a team, any of these teams get hot or get two pitchers that just kind of dial it in for the day, I mean, it wouldn't shock me to see half a dozen of them. What names are jumping out to you? Well, so uh, I'll jump in, and I'm going to disagree. Like, do you think, though, Sanchez, like, I feel like if you go back to the early Palooza days, so like, what, 2009 to 2011, whatever it was, like, do you, don't you think there is more parity in the league, though? Like, and, and, and I love Franklin, I love the, the lug nuts, but there, there weren't as many of those four, five, six win teams, right? Like, a lot of teams, you know, half the league was in that you know, 400 to 600% win, right? So, like, there's more teams that potentially could. I, I don't know. I I, I I saw this question outline, and I thought, I, I think back in the day there was more parity, and, and maybe it was more wide open then in that, you know, if, if you know, the, the Phillies, if, if Sherls wouldn't have showed up and, and, and you know, somebody on the, the Angels really went hot, like, you could see a lot of upsets and things like that, but... Uh, I, I don't know. That's that's my two cents. I, I think, I think no. This is not the most wide open. I think in years past there were maybe not more teams because the league was smaller, but a, a greater percentage of teams, you know, had we've, a shot. We've always had. I, I think there's decent parity with every year, depending on how far you look. But I I always feel like there's been a handful of teams where. Either you know they're not giving it their all, whether, you know, like say the Expos. We all know what the Expos Expos could do in a regular season if they focused and went for it. But most of the time it was just let's hang out and have some beers and purposefully not walk. And like in 2011, that leads to a 15 and 23 record. Um, That same year, we had teams like the Mets, the Pirates, Angels, A's, and Giants all with losing records. Uh, the Yankees had a losing record that year. I don't know. I, I've just 
I what sticks in my memory is a few elite teams and some middling teams and some lower teams year to year, just like it is now. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I I'm gonna disagree with you. I guess is what I'm saying. But uh, yeah, no, and and I mean we can disagree, but I I think it's close, right? Like I I think it's. I, I don't think it was way more wide open. I, I'm just saying, I think there's an argument to we be made. Never, you're correct like, in that we never saw the teams to just win like two to four games. Like we yeah. That didn't come around for a while. We did have teams with single-digit victories or like 11, 10 to 11, 12. But we never really saw like the under five victories in a season near as much as we do now. So maybe there has been a widening in that gap, but... And, and maybe, maybe we didn't have as many of the quote-unquote super teams. I hate that name, that phrase, but I, I feel like I, I feel like that's the thing too. We didn't. There wasn't the, the higher end of team. You know, like I think all teams were just kind of like, I get along with these guys. Let's play wiffle ball. There was not these constructed um, teams. You're good. I'm good. He's good. He's good. Super team. So. I don't know. Maybe that's it. Is 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 maybe the 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 top to bottom difference wasn't as big as as it is now. Maybe that's my point. Like they were sure, still very sure. good, but but the 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 difference between the number one and the number twenty or twenty two wasn't as big. I don't. I yeah, don't know. I think I think going into the last few seasons, if you were to put into a computer program and have that program simulate the season it would give you who's going to be the champion. It would give you one of three to four team names 90% of the time versus like, say back in the early teens, um, you could have given you like seven to eight, 50% of the time. And it was much more wide open in that respect. But just regarding Wifflepalooza itself, I still think there's like, I think you could see the hops get hot and come out of it. And they had a, they right now they're sitting at 18 and 19, but um, they're just a couple pitchers and big hits away. Like those guys all know how to play wiffle ball really well. And if they take it seriously, they could make a run through the day. That is if they can feel the team, I assume they can. There's a lot of them. You know, the Yankees are going to come in and take it seriously. The Millers, uh, Stash's baby. You got anything to say there? Sam gets hot, makes a run. They're dead to me. <laughs> Oh, you're, this is this was your shot. Fine, I'll say Art is going to hit six home runs in Wapapalooza and carry the team to two or three victories. I'll stand up if you will not. Ash, come. Uh, no, but I, I agree with you. Yeah, there, there's a big. I got to stop you there with the Mark hitting six home runs. Like he has five this year. Here's another team. Let's hey, throw Peanut on this team next year. The under ten home run hitting team, peanuts on my my poop list because I'm gonna keep it clean. Kid asked if you could listen to this later. The peanuts on my poop list and peanut. You know why? Knock it off. That's a lot to say about peanut. Well, he'll get this when he returns from Alaska. I don't know if they have internet up there anymore. Alaska peanut. That's what I have to say then. Um, but no, they're like derailed. <laughs> we did. We went off the tracks. So there, there are to get back. There are. I mean, I'm I'm looking at the standings now. There there's at least six teams, seven teams, eight teams, actually nine, ten. I mean, there. I mean, there. Holy crap! Uh, okay, <laughs> who's coming out of Wiffle Palooza? 
Oh, hold, hold up, hold up, hold up. We're, we're, we're going to get there later. Not, not yet. Yeah. But but there are easily 10 teams that if they won, right, like, I, I'm, I'm going to try and make it. But if I don't make it and then I get the text from somebody like this team and this team, there's 10 teams where if I heard, if, if that's that's who came out, I would not be shocked at all. Um, like, I, I guess you're right, Stash. This is pretty wide open. Uh, I'll stand by my 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 statement that it, it's maybe not the most wide open, but it is very, very wide open. There is a lot of good teams going to Palooza. Right. And that that's the thing that for me, seeing that this is my fifth or sixth year, I can't remember. Um, for Palooza, this is definitely the most wide open I've seen it. So that's why I kind of wanted to ask more veteran players if they think the same thing. Uh, just because in my mind, I can see six to seven teams coming out of Palooza this year. So um a lot of parody in my mind on whether or not um, who's winning this thing or moving on, I should say, not winning it because you can't win Palooza. You, there, there's two people. Um, huh? But, yeah. Ask the Blue Sox. You can win Palooza. Did you say ask the Blue Sox? Yeah. Well, yeah. The, just, be, just because you put up a banner doesn't mean that you win anything. No, I think that's the definition. You have a banner. You well, want. I can I can go put up a banner saying that I hit twenty five home runs. I'm the winner of the home runs. Yeah, I am. Do it. Do you it. Gotta celebrate success. I'm if sitting you over here. Celebrate to... success. You can play in this league for almost twenty years and not even sniff a championship. <laughs> you celebrate your success. You've sniffed one. Well, I've been in a couple, but it didn't go well. So. <sighs> All right. So, I got, anyways, I got anyways. my matchup I want to see. I got it. But anyways, uh, let, let's go into any matchups that we want to see during Palooza. Does anybody have like two teams that they would love to see play in Palooza? I do. Can I go? Please, please, please. Uh, I think Dude. I know what you're going to say, but go for it. I want to see the Millers face off against the Mets. I want to see Sam take down JC for retribution for his father and for Dr. K back Ooh. in those days, for JC leaving the Giants and going and playing with the Phillies. It's going to be all the way back to, I think, it went, happened in 2011. And uh, he's going to put the the knife in the back of the Mets for their season. And I it's love just going it. to be like, he'll have, a, he'll have a photo of his old man or he'll be FaceTiming his old man, Bliss, <laughs> and putting it over JC's withered corpse on the field and, yeah, that's what I want to see. Good, good pick. I, I did not think you were going to go that way, but good pick. I'm curious yes. to think, see what you were going to say, what you thought I was going to say. Uh, let, let's no, start with Nightmare. Not even close. I want to see ponies, rubber ducks. Like that's I want to yeah, see. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, yeah, that's I what care. I thought you were going to say. Sure, sure, that makes sense. All right, sir. I I want to see my ponies, my ponies. I want to see your them. little ponies. My Little Ponies, I want to see him beat the Harbor Docks. And, and no offense, Stash, I love you guys. I love Old Dealer. He's my boy. But um, I'm, I'm, I'm Team Ponies. That's I fine. said it. Maybe That's fine. I'm drinking. But I, My Little Ponies, I want to see him settle this Twitter feud on the field. Oh, the, the Twitter one, feud's I, already been settled. I have one retort there, Nightmare. What's that? Quack, quack. Quack, <laughs> quack, quack. I, I do love the Mighty Ducks. Maybe if you change your name to the Mighty Ducks between now and Wifflepalooza, I would I would root for you. We, we can't yeah. change our name. Why not? Because the league doesn't allow it. The, Mighty, like Duck, do the, the Mighty Ducks isn't a minor league team name. If you put it on a flag, 
And, and so, so first off, do you not understand the reference with the mask on our duck? It's the Mighty Duck I, logo. But it's a rubber duck. I don't. Right, never, but it, but it, it ties in the Mighty Ducks that was was shot in Minnesota in our hometown of Fridley. And I do have to ask that. the question: Have you seen the Mighty Duck stash? Yes, I have many times. All. The 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 the, there. the 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 sh- the movie was shot in Fridley. Ash, have you seen all three Mighty Ducks? Yes, I have. have you Were you in any, any of them? No. <laughs> you <laughs> oh, you just say like you tried out and you didn't skate well enough that day, so you missed out. Did you get? Did you see the? There's a TV show Mighty Ducks. I watched all those. Yes. You saw the show too. Yes. All right, because I know you haven't seen. What was it, Fight Club or any other good? Um, <laughs> you haven't heard of the Temptations. You just you gotta give them a break. That's all right. All right. Enough about me. Enough about me. <laughs> Not enough about you. Like I don't even no. know if you should. Right, so, so, who do you want to so, see playing Wiffle Blue? So my matchup, I want to see the Ponies and the Mets because mm. the Ponies swept the Mets. Did they figure out how to beat them, or are no. the Mets going to come back and beat them? It. Like, uh, I, I would love to see that just because the Ponies had two significant wins off of the Mets. And I want to see if they can repeat that. I'm I'm going to say no. And I'm going to tell you this. And, and granted, I switched to whiskey now. You guys didn't hear it, but I switched. <laughs> Maybe it's whiskey talking, but I've seen Taco up close in playoffs way more times than anyone ever should. He is going to turn it up another level. It's another he, he He's... A different animal in the playoffs. They don't lose. Whatever the minimum number of game is, games is Four. games are grammar is. That's what the Mets will play. They they taco and and that's taco and and Mippy has beat me in how many World Series. He also has another gear. Like oh, and then by the way, you know Charwall and JC like Mets don't lose in Wolfapalooza. That's my prediction. Uh, I I love my ponies, but if they have to face the Mets, it's not going to end well. Like Taco and Mippy will will take care of business, and and I'm sorry to say that because I love the ponies more than any team in Wolfapalooza, but that's that's what's going to happen. Okay. Well, what we what we can sit back and pray for those the like point zero two percent chance that the lug nuts and Franklin somehow dupe the Mets into a loss somehow because that's going to make for much better storylines yes. right like if he decides i'm going to throw left-handed the whole time and blindfolded and taco will hit right-handed and blindfolded they'll trick him into something but well yeah i, 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 I do see rain in the forecast so if that's the case i don't think taco will be showing up to palooza <laughs> no the he'll show up he'll just wear his work clothes and he'll be in like khakis and a raincoat and He'll only get two home runs instead of four. That's what <laughs> the Mets bold prediction. Mets don't lose a game Saturday. Whatever, Mets right? Saturday. Saturday. You're going out on a, that bold. On a small limb out there. Well, fine, not that bold, but I'm just saying it's it's gonna happen. Maybe I don't know. Is there any chance they maybe play like the American? Like there's a handful of teams that maybe could shock them, but uh, I, don't I, I, don't, I don't know if you saw in the uh, in the outline there. I, I kind of laid out every seed that every single team could potentially get, and so every team like 
they could be one through eight seed. They could be a two through twelve. Like it's it's just so wide open, as you said. Right. Exactly. So it, it all depends on where everybody lands within that first bracket, whether or not they can play the Americans first or to go into the finals or whatever it is. So the we at this point we have no idea who's going to land on their side of the bracket. We won't know until much, much later. Thursday, yeah. Closer. Yeah. But anyways, let's actually go on to bold predictions. Um, oh, yeah. Who's your dark horse to come out of Palooza like the Blue Sox did last year? Who's going first, Sanchez? I was going to earlier, but then I forgot who my picks were. I'll go first. <laughs> and, I'll say, and I and I know it probably won't happen. The Bears. And let me tell you why. The Godfather, Sully, Professor, those three, I, I, and I know it'll never happen, but if they said, hey, Bears, us three are going to play this Saturday, everybody else stay home, or you spectate, those three guys I think are good enough to beat anybody, but I, I don't think they will. But we're, we're now, talking. Is this your predictions or Dark Horse chances? This is Dark Horse chances. Dark Horse, yeah. All right, all right. Dark- chance they only three show up and, and maybe they bring J Mac, maybe they bring Duck Sauce, another guy to field or whatever. But if I if I'm gonna go way, way, way out on a limb, I'm gonna I'm gonna put my money on the Godfather. They got the bear pen and I've been seeing on the Facebook how they're practicing. They're working on it. Like Professor's got this big weird curve he's working on. And, and I know those guys could hit. I I'm gonna I'm gonna go Bears because uh I love the Bears. I, I don't hate that pick, honestly, because their pitching is right there with them. It's whether or not their hitting can keep up. It's kind yes. of like the whole Miller situation where the Millers mm-hmm. have great pitching, but can their hitting support what their pitchers can do? And, and if, if if they and unfortunately, and I, I don't I don't want to be disrespectful or mean. I never want to try to put people down. But if they show up with a, a ten man roster, right, like that that's going to hurt them, and that that's not their route to victory. But if right. they can, I three to five man rostered Wolf Palooza, I think they could beat anybody. If if Truck or Professor or even Sully are on on the mound, I, I think they could they could take anybody. Yeah. Find your Sanchez or should I go? So how far down the list does it have to be to be a dark horse? Because I got mine. I just don't know if you're gonna consider it far enough down. Can you get darker than that? If if you say the Mets, that's not oh, you, you can't get darker than darker than the Bears because uh I mean well, who knows if Twinses will even well, bring a team. True. Okay. But uh, mine would be the Yankees. That's medium dark. That's like medium, medium right. right. I didn't say it's going to be a spicy take. It's right. just who I think actually has a legit shot. I, I would, the, I would say they out of a five hundred team. Uh, I think they have a legit shot at coming out of it. Right. I, I would say that they're on the lower end of coming out of it. So it's not like they're a top tier team that is probably in the running, but they're definitely a team that could make it out and nobody would See, be shocked. Stash, and this is going to not come to a surprise to anybody, but I think you're wrong. I think the Yankees are a top tier. If you're looking at just the Palooza teams, I think the Yankees are a top. And then I'm not trying to diss your, your dark right, horse. Right, 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 right. But I, I've I've always loved the Yankees, Rocket and Torpedo and, and Rocky. Those guys always show up. I played them in the playoffs so many times. They have another level. I is it a dark horse? Yeah, because you have the Mets and the Americans and, and, the, and the Ducks in there. 
But I, I think they're one of four or five teams. I would not be shocked if they won it. I mean, the Yankees are amazing. You know, like, right, right. And that's what I said is that I, I wouldn't be shocked if they came out of it, but I wouldn't put them in the top echelon of teams to for sure get out. Yeah, I guess top echelon, but they're they're second tier. I, right, exactly. Right, second tier of those teams. Like they field well, they 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 hit well. It's it's just and they're pitching. You know. Yeah. We have a lot of sub five hundred winning percentage teams in this league. In, in that, right. that, that, I'm just saying, like in the league, and uh, I think it's because Hopkins Central is well, soaking up all the wins. Well, four it, teams with twenty wins. Yeah, it's just spread the love. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Over half the league has a 500 or better. No, no. Stash, Stash, take a step back. Hopkins Central is probably the greatest division (laughs) in. And and Stash, we need to, like, let's let's flesh this out a little bit. I think we've, we've, I believe we've talked about this being the best division, at least in quite some time. All right, most competitive division in quite some time. We've we've covered this in past podcasts. Best looking, uh, nicest cars, uh, you know, most beautiful cars. All of these things, Hopkins Hopkins Centrals, we have it all. Yeah, we have. Stash, who's your dark horse coming out of Wifflepalooza? Well, after you saying Toonses might not feel the team, I I, I was he might. I assume he will. They've talked all season like they want to and they're going to. And I well, honestly, well, the, the the thing is for me is I I haven't seen the trash pandas new rookies. So I'm wait, can they even play? I didn't even look at that. Some of them. Let me take a look here. Uh-huh. Let me. Caddyshack is the one that is in question because of games played, which I think is bunk doses because he's been injured and he was actually showing up and keeping score for their team while injured. So okay. I can for sure say that he came and watched both the Braves games against the trash pandas. I feel like if there's ever an instance to get a guy and give him the check mark of, yeah, playing with a even if you only got 12 games played, you were around. It wasn't because you just didn't show up. Yeah, you were injured. So, but yeah, they have enough guys here. Like Tunes's reroute, Wiffle Jesus. Uh, if you let Caddyshack play, okay. uh, CP. Um, so yeah, so they, they have enough to make a team. They they were going to be my dark horse, but I, I saw that their second guy that they recruited just recently only has nine, so he won't be able to play. Um, but I, I see they're three and seven right now. So three of their last three of their four wins are in their last ten. Um, which means that they're getting hot at the right time. Maybe they found the key to success or something like that. So getting hot into Palooza, you never know what could happen. Uh, that was the case. But since you said that you're not sure, I'm going to move on to the Blue Wahoos. Um, Is that okay. even a team? I've not seen them. I've only heard of them. There's yeah, like well, 20 of them. Well, it's because you didn't play us because we were travel partners <laughs> with them. Yeah, it's true. But uh, the only issue that's going to be hindering them is how quick can Caveman Kershaw finish his triathlon? Because he's running a triathlon right before. That he's, day? That day. Oh. That morning. <laughs> so <laughs> if he's not exhausted, he is their number two pitcher. Um, so, And one of four people on their roster that actually qualifies for Wiffle Palooza. 
Yeah. So does, does that cut both ways though? Like if he finishes it really fast, he'll be really tired and ineffective. But if, but if he finishes it slow, he will show up late in the day and not be there for games, but he'll be well rested. Right. And, and well, that's the other thing is he needs to finish in time so that he can pitch because I don't think they really have a third pitcher. Uh, they don't. Uh, unless Shorts, who's appeared in five games, started three of them with a 16.27 ERA. Looks like he's got a few things to iron out. Maybe <laughs> he can do that on Saturday. Yeah. So uh, that's, that's my dark horse. I think they're a great dark horse for 2023. They'll have ironed out the roster. They'll have a little more consistency. They'll figure it out the the whole HRL style a little bit. Um, like I don't I don't dispute they have actual skills. I've seen some of them even play in the Fridley spot. Like they can hit. So haven't I? Have I? I have. Right? Yeah, you've seen a couple of them. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, but uh, the fact that Caveman Kershaw is doing a triathlon on the same day is impressive. Yeah. That's All right. I mean, oh, go ahead. No, I, I'm just Caveman Kershaw, like, hats off to you, sir, that you'd even think about it. If I, if I ever ran a triathlon, I wouldn't, I wouldn't whiffle for like a week after that. So, uh, Mazel Tov to you for doing that and then trying to whiffle. Good for you. Is is that a traditional Nigerian um, blessing? Yeah, you know it's it's uh, Eastern. You know we we mazel we tov we mazel. Nice. <laughs> uh, What's next, Dash? Uh, who do we have coming out of Palooza? Then you don't have to say if you don't want to. I know both of you aren't playing in it, so it doesn't even matter. I don't think on you guys. Uh, I'll say Matt's. Like I, I mean, I already said it, but I, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll stamp that ticket again, Mets. Um, and then I, I think it's, I, I, yeah, Mets for sure. And then you know, Americans, ponies, ducks. I, I think it's one of one of you three, um, Yankees. I, I like the Yankees, but I worry about the Yankees' second pitcher, and I, I, I don't. It's it's a long day, you know. Like so, so cakes. I, I love cakes on the on the grasshoppers. He he's great, but he's 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 mentioned several times. Like, what's the big deal? We, we what if we go to Palooza and and he just doesn't understand. I've done it a, a half dozen or so times. It's a long day. Anything can happen. So many upsets. Um, I I think the Mets are a gimme. Yeah, Americans, ponies, ducks, Yankees. Any one of you, I, I would not be surprised because you're all very talented teams with multiple pitchers. Uh, but it's hard. Um, if I if I was gonna if I was gonna gamble my my real hard earned bucks, I'd say Mets. And you know what, Ducks? I, I'm gonna give it to you, Stash. I, I think you guys are built for it. Between you and Yeller, and and Face is solid. We faced him the other day. He struggled a little bit, but he's got so much potential. I love Face. Uh, I'll say Ducks and Mets will come out. I wasn't going to argue with that. I just didn't think you'd land on the ducks like I did. Um, it I think you, yeah, it took you a little while. You, you got there. You got there in the end. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's, a little, it's probably like one of your running routes. Maybe not as efficient as it needs to be, but uh, you got there. I got there in the end. 
Um, yeah, I think you had to pick the Mets at this point, whether or not they come out of it. It's just like the safe pick. Um, I was going to pick the Ducks as well. Um, but now that Nightmare chose the Ducks, maybe I will go with the Rumble Ponies because they were my other one I was considering. So, uh, Stash, I don't know if you need bul- bulletin board material, but uh, I'll go Mets Ponies. Yeah, I don't need bul- bulletin material anymore. I, 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 I get my own. I get myself going. It's okay. Yeah, you guys I, already beat the aces, so uh, yeah. Well, we we, we can't we can't be like too high a... on that right now. <laughs> we we got to come back to reality and try to figure out how to do it again. The ponies are great, uh, and I love the ponies. Uh, Sticks B squared boys. I know you, you know I love you, but I don't know. I, I was I, actually... with, I lean towards them because they've done it before. Uh, yeah. And yeah, yeah, the Blue Sox and Vladdy's going to have a, a fit over that because they did it before, too. And maybe you guys will get, you know, and if you do, I'll love it. That's awesome. But uh, the Rough Riders know what it, they've been through it. They know what it takes to get through that day. Wait, Rough Riders or ponies? I'm sorry. The ponies have done it before. <laughs> I'm so American, confused. Sorry. The Rumble ponies. The American names, guys. Like, I just, we got to figure out names again. I don't know. Anyway. Yes, the Americans have done it too, haven't they? Back yeah. In the, back in the it, it, it was uh, unofficially the American Invitational at one point. Yeah. Oh, nice. But, yeah. Americans are good. Yeah, they're, they're definitely good. Peanut needs, needs to hit more home runs, and then maybe I'd, I'd have more faith. Yeah. And at least. Um, Rough Riders are good too. Your but... turn is over. It's Stash's turn. I'm oh, I'm sorry. I'm just like looking down the list. I'm like, gosh, I I settled very quickly. So I'm still. Dash, so, tell me why you're wrong. See, that's where you're going, and you're going <laughs> exactly the way I want to go. I have been wrong all year on my predictions, so I am going to predict the Mets and the Rough Riders. You're not even going to back your own team. I've been wrong all year. I'm going to pick the Mets and the Rough Riders to oh, win Palooza. I- yeah, you're, you're, he he even owes me a case of beer or a twelve pack of beer because of uh, the previous inter or the previous game of the week bet. So it was very close, though. Um, between you and JC, yes, I definitely fell off the table. I think oh, I was did, back like two or three. Now, games. does JC owe me beer too? Yes, he does. Nice. So maybe I will swing down with a and I'll pick it up from him that day. <laughs> so nightmare, did, the, did the gears click when I uh, didn't pick my own team? They did. Okay. And, and, and you know what? Um, you should be ashamed of yourself. You should have more faith in yourself and your team. Those are some good guys you're riding with. Um, they should probably eject you immediately from the roster. I feel like it just shows that he has been a fan of Minnesota sports for his whole Way life too long so uh, he's playing the the only odds he has left no but but in all seriousness i i do have faith in my team i do think that we're going to come out of palooza um we we do have a game plan as as of right now uh we've been saving yeller's arms because yeller said that he wanted to do less pitching this year so um well, have, have it, and having that arm arrested um <laughs> Should service benefit that day? Uh, a, 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 a happy, healthy, rested old yeller is uh, good. It, it, I mean, 
it's that's good. Old Yeller, happy and healthy and rested. Like there's you can't go wrong with yeah. that. So yeah. um fingers crossed. I'm gonna try and get out there and I, I hope to to be out there and watch you guys win a couple games. Should um, I uh, bring a jersey for you too so that you can support it while walking around the fields? What's that? Should I bring a jersey for you so that you can support it walking around the fields? Well, I, I can't go that far because um you, I, I might end up playing you, so then I'd have to crush you. But um, well, that would I, mean that we would be in Hopkins, and then we would both win our first round games. But I don't know about you guys winning your first round games. But that's done the next episode that we're going to be talking about playoffs. That's fired. Wow. Okay. Okay, stash. You and your podcast, whatever. I'm going to get salty now. We're getting towards <laughs> the end. I'm going to get all crabby. Yeah, we it's, have a, it's hour. about. It's I don't about, know why you switched to whiskey it's about already. Past your bedtime, isn't it, old man? It, well, okay, so it is. I'm gonna save a story because it's late, but I have switched to whiskey, and maybe I'm getting a little crabby. Like usually, whiskey gets me frisky, but now it's apparently gonna get crabby. <laughs> <laughs> Angry drunk. I, I like this uh, side of nightmare. I, I'm not. I mean, I'm not predicting what the next year brings, but, you know, I, I would love to play with either or both of you guys. Like, Sanchez, I think we'd have played together if you ever wanted to change the name because I, I don't yeah. like the brand. Well, uh, I, I've played on different teams. I've played from the Pilots to the Bees to the Whalers, so there were opportunities. Sanchez, Nightmare, Stash to the Bees, 2023. Heard it here first. Uh, Maybe. No, I will never give up on my ducks until somebody doesn't want to play for me. Well, first of all, I don't want to play for you, which is like, so does that mean it's over? But also, uh, I want to also shout out your, I know it's not time, Paperboy. I've been watching that guy. He's good. So uh, you tell your brother, Nightmare, thumbs up. Oh, he, he, he listens to this. That's all nice right. that he actually knew that was your brother, too. That's awesome. Nice. Good, well, for, good, well, good for you. Two or three years ago, I remember talking to Stash, and and he mentioned blah 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 his brother, and and I you know so I just kind of put that in the back of my head. But like I've been watching your brother Stash is having a really great year, and like I don't know maybe give him a shout out from time to time. Like he's having a great year. Like oh I have been. You, uh, not as publicly as I am doing right now. So oh. no. Have you been listening to my podcast? Have you been reading the tweets from the Rubber Duck account? I download. I don't listen. See? No, I do listen. See, I, I shout them out. I feel like it means more coming from me, a drunk person who's never been on a podcast before. Right. But I, at the fields, too, we're all just like, dude, you're having a hell of a year. Like, where did this come from? Last year, you hit three home runs, had 16 RBI. This year you have almost 20 home runs, 40 plus RBI. Like you are unbelievable this year. Like you're 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 carrying the hitting from what other people are slacking in. And so he he knows from the team standpoint that everybody loves what he's doing this year. Okay, I'm drunk, so I'll tell you I tell you I'll tell you what I think. I I think he he is not scared anymore. I, f I feel like you're one or two or whatever the first couple of years. Like, I feel like he played nervous just watching your videos whenever they come out, which isn't every week like they should. Uh, he just he just looks confident up there and, and more power to him. Like, 
Paperboy, I don't know your real name. I don't want to know your real name because I hate knowing real names. Uh, but Paperboy, you're looking confident up there. And I say, keep it up, buddy. He's he's looking awesome. And and I love to see it. I love I love to see guys like make that step from, you know, uh, mediocre or, or okay to great. Like that's that's awesome. And I hope he keeps it up forever. Uh, yeah. Unless I'm against him, then I hope he strikes out uh, every time. Any other shout outs that everybody has? Do we do we skip right to shout outs? Yeah, that's kind of where we were leading into. Yeah. But yeah, I think we got shout outs and what you're drinking. That's kind of where we're at now. Yeah. Um, I will shout out cakes because I never shout him out and he always yells at me for not. And, and cakes, I love you. And you hit so many clutch home runs. And I'm so glad to have you on my team. And let's finish it out. Brother, I love you. Cakes, thank you. Also, Dr. Seuss, my boy for life. But that's it. Sanchez? Home runs are down across the league. That's what my shout-out is. Why? Why are there so few home runs this year? But and maybe not, there aren't. But, but, maybe they're not, just spread but, out. But, but they're not. They're not. We, we discussed this. Uh, it's not the same. It is down. Nobody no, 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 no. Go to stats. Go to team. Stats. I'm gonna, sort uh, by I home runs. We're sitting shows. at 1492 for this yeah. year. Last yeah. year we hit hundred. Last year in home runs we hit fifteen ninety two. We are literally one hundred off of last year. Yeah, so it's less. But we still got two full days of games. Twenty twenty, only eight hundred and fifty. Well, that was a short COVID season. year. So maybe, maybe darn sad. you, COVID. Sixteen forty two in two thousand nineteen. I. It, what it is is there's just less people hitting huge numbers. Yeah. Like right yeah. now, the league leader 40. is what thirty. So, yeah. I guess it should make me feel better about myself because I've been looking at my home run total of twenty seven and just been like, "Well, what is wrong with you, old man? Let's hang out, hang the cleats up." So, don't ever anyway. do that. Oh, wait, okay. gentlemen, one more shout out. Uh, you guys like Sash and Sanchez? Shout out. Uh, I know on my rankings, I occasionally, uh, I might, you know, give you guys a little, uh, SHIT, but, uh, I, I, I really love your podcast. I'm so honored to be here and I appreciate it. And I, I really do wish you did it every week cause I, I cannot get enough. And even though I give you shit, whoops, SHIT, <laughs> uh, I, I love you guys. I love this podcast. So, uh, shout out to you guys, man. This is this is awesome, and uh, and I hope you continue it next year and the next and the next, and go to video and do it weekly, even twice a week. I don't care. Like I can't get enough. So thank you both. Yeah, thank you. Well, I yeah. will tell you the reason for the biweekly this first year was we didn't want to get worn out with it, and True. we also weren't sure if we would have enough content to talk about because. There's only so much that you can talk about games, and especially games that you haven't been at or can't watch or whatnot. So um, it's really about trying to get guests on, get to know them a little more, and then talk about what's been happening in our Wiffle world. So that's kind of what, why we went to the bi-weekly. Um, we might be able to consider doing it weekly, but I, I feel like that would be too stressful, too much time management. And plus, by doing it this way, the listeners want more. 
Leave them. Keep them on the hook. Yeah. So. I do have a shout out. I found one. Go for it. Congratulations to the 2022 Chihuahuas. It looks like you've really sealed up the toilet bowl trophy this year. Uh, as I'm looking at team stats, and you currently have a 23 walk lead on the next two teams, the Braves and Baby Cakes. Let's repeat that. The Chihuahuas have 173 team walks. Uh, second place is 150. And uh, I don't know that there's enough time for either the Braves or the Baby Cakes to catch them. So um, let's hope we can put a toilet bowl trophy together for the Chihuahuas. And can- uh, I'm sure it will sit in Merce's bedroom we, and he can stare at it can we have it saying around like the edge of like the toilet bowl saying you're shit at hitting <laughs> if we build it we can have it say whatever we want love it <laughs> although if, if that said, if any team is going to walk 23 times in a week it is the baby cakes so <sighs> who do they walk- face? yeah see on their schedule I love one it. moment please uh baby cakes have the marlins this week Marlins, the mighty, mighty Marlins. And the Braves have three games against the Yankees. I don't think we're catching them. I don't either. I'm actually shocked that we have uh, that many walks, but uh, so it goes. Hello, Jack walks seven guys a game, right? Like Shipwreck walks four guys a game. Newt walks six guys a game. It's, It's not out of reach. Baby cakes, it's not over yet. You can do it. You're going to need some help from none of the Miller's games are entered for the for the Chihuahuas or the Blue Sox. So uh, the Chihuahuas still have five games to enter there because it looks like they had agreed to play three against the Millers. So uh, I would say Baby Cake, Zach, you guys, um, you might want to walk about, I don't know, 60 times to try to catch them. Sanchez, if the last four years of my power rankings have taught you nothing, it's that I am uh, uh, incredible, I guess, at ranking, judging stuff. Not really. So, yeah, no, I'm I'm horrible. So, you're you're right. They have no chance. Sorry, baby cakes. Maybe next year you can walk. Maybe next year. In time, two hundred times or whatever it'll take. Nightmare. As we wrap this up, what is it you have been drinking while recording this podcast? Wait, wait, I don't get my shout out. Oh, sure, I did. I thought we got there. There's just <laughs> no, been so much. You guys have just been talking back oh, and my. forth about <laughs> your <laughs> shout outs. But no, I I want to shout out everybody that makes this league better, that participates in this league, that e- even if you're just there at the field, making everybody else's day better. Um. We're wrapping up this season. Another great season. So if you helped out with anything, maybe you're not getting the recognition that you want, I want to shout out everybody. Because without anybody in this league, it would be nothing. It would not be fun. So give everybody a round of applause. And here's to a good Wifflepalooza and then hopefully a good 2023 season as well. Well said, sir. All right, and then on that one, we can get to our drinking. What are what are we drinking? So, I've, are you drinking anything this week? No, I'm drinking water again because, again, like I said, I was getting over a cold, so I don't want to drink sure. anything. 
No, no, that's fine. You don't yeah. need to feel ashamed. No one should. That's the thing. No one should ever feel ashamed that they're not right. But I mean, like that. It, it it was a thing when we were first starting it, and then like it seems like this last month and a half, two months, I've just been like in either sick or I've had a headache or something. So I oh. just haven't been doing it. So what it um, is is you're showing personal growth. You needed the you needed the liquid courage at the very beginning. Now you've been blossoming as a podcast. Uh, owner and you're just you're becoming a better person i try to nightmare what are you drinking what have you been drinking it sounds like you may have jumped i've been i've been mixed up but you know what i'll i'll piggyback on, on what sanchez was saying though like stash if you needed the liquid courage early on in this adventure you've been doing it awesome the last couple of weeks that you haven't been drinking so you don't need the booze to be awesome that you've been doing great um, for me, I started out with the, uh, Stone Brewery Fear Movie Lions, uh, a hazy double IPA at 8.2%, sorry, 8.5%. That was, that was pretty heavy. And then after I had two of those, I went to, uh, I stopped at, uh, Trader Joe's today and got whatever, it was 15 bucks for a bottle of whiskey called, and it's just generically Kentucky best whiskey aged four years. And I've drank about, uh, I guess, about a quarter of that bottle over the last uh, hour or so. So um, I will be hung up tomorrow. But I, I regret nothing because this has been amazing, guys. And and as I said, I, I, I freaking love this podcast. I love that you're doing it. And I'm so happy that you invited me to, to join you. It's, it's been awesome. Good having you. Um... I have been enjoying some uh, Polliner Hefeweizen during this podcast. Only coming in at 5.5% alcohol by volume. But a uh, a nice Munich wheat beer since 1634. Polliner Hefeweizen. It's almost 400 years. They've been around, the Germans. You know, they like their beer. They've been doing it for a bit. I'm half German, so I, I feel like... Um... Muzzle top dust. Yes. <laughs> prost. Again, prost. Stash, one day you'll get these grown up jokes about muzzle tops. I mean, I understand that it's a religious thing, yeah. And I'm I'm not I'm, Jewish. Yeah, yeah. I, I I kind of figured that one. There you go. I love you, buddy. And and, and I, I do mean it. I'm I'm so I, I'm actually embarrassed. I, I can't believe you guys asked me to be on here because, like, who gives a poop what Nightmare has to say? I'm, I'm glad we could talk. And and it's super weird that this is the most uh, the three of us or me and either of you have ever spoken. So it's I'm really glad it went well. And I'm I don't know. I, I, I love you guys. And I'm so glad you're doing this. And if if my my power rankings have occasionally poked fun at you guys, it's it's just because I. I hope you know it's just because I really like and respect you guys, and and I, I hope you know it will. Uh, it's it's not like meanness. It's just I I hope you guys get that it's I I hope you'll you get it. You, you know you've been around yeah. and, and it's out of, of yeah. I don't know. Well, yeah. if there's one thing that uh, being in the HRL should teach people, it's uh, some humility and that uh, getting ribbed or a hard time is generally a term of affection for most people. So. Uh, Let's hope everyone can uh, 
take it a little less seriously while still being competitive and having a good time moving forward. Yeah, so. right, right, and, and never down. And and maybe you guys, you and all your podcast guests, I'm going to throw this Mancini's thing out again, but we should all get together. I'm 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 so pro getting together in the off season. I I love all the guys and gals in the HRL like any excuse. So. You well, guys that's say, what we're trying to say with uh, the end of the year award ceremony. Everybody gets together after the World Series sometime banquet. in like November. Banquet. Just exa- banquet, sorry, uh, and yeah. just celebrate another season, and then hand out the awards there. Celebrate the HRL champions or whatnot. So um, I think that would be a great way to get together more often too. And the Hall of Famers can wear their HRL Hall of Fame jackets and the championship guys can wear all their rings to the to the dinner, it, the banquet. It, it's going to be great. Now you might have I, to make some of those things at home. Do a little arts and crafts time until we get our shit together, but uh, it could happen. We can do it. Yeah. Sanchez found a website, me and Seuss were texting, that you can make your own championship rings. And... Uh, for $75, me and Seuss may or may not have our own championship rings. Seuss might have to spend a lot more money because he has like five of them or whatever. A but handful, yeah. There, there are websites. and uh, I used to talk to Joe Lawrence about trying to get Hopkins City championship rings made because win or lose, we were better than Egan. But that was back before I played for Egan. So now, you know, I'm glad we never made it happen. <laughs> for, all right. for all your all your records, Sanchez, I, I mean, you need, you need like a cape or, or something huge because Sanchez, your contributions, your achievements uh, should be recognized constantly, in my opinion. But that's my two cents. And I'm drunk, so what do I know? But uh, well, I love, and, and on I that wish- note, we should probably get going. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, this one's re- are a lot longer than our normal ones. And that's it, it is for a reason. It's because this is going to be our last really long podcast because from here on out, it's just going to be playoffs. So, I mean, ended on a good note. Just everybody that was here, we're having good conversation. I didn't want to end it. I didn't want to end anything short. So leave it all on the table here. So that's why I wanted it to run a little longer. I mean, it, it, we're coming down to the end of the season and then maybe I just don't want it to go. I don't, I don't think anyone does. I look for it. Like personally, I look forward to this all winter. And then when it gets here, it goes far too quickly. And you just like, we have one week left and I want to know what happened to the summer and the season. So I'm going to miss it. Right. I agree. I agree. And thank you guys again for like the 10th time. Thanks guys. You've been awesome. Yeah. Thank you for coming on. And with that, here's the good weather, good friendships, cold beer, and good wiffle ball. Don't need no five-star reservations. I got spaghetti and a cheap bottle of wine. Don't need no concert in the city. I got a stereo and the best of Patsy Klein. Ain't got no caviar, no Dom Perignon. But as far as I can see, I got everything I want. Cause I got a
baby later on 